0: You're a good friend of a of the
1: Mutation shades and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual talking with shadows the
2: conversation everyone has but no one wants to admit to here with your host Vic Whaley and Marcus D and joining us in the studio today our guest today is Tom Kirkbride from the YouTube channel sleepless readings welcome to the studio Tom
0: hey pleasure to be here
2: absolutely Uh, Tom has an awesome awesome YouTube channel where he reads uh, horror stories from the notes sleep reddit and agree to come on today in order to talk with us about our topic for today blood brains but you absolutely
1: have to check out his channel he's a great reader and his his vocal range is really really good like i was very impressed like i would totally believe it
2: if you told me you were a professional voice actor
0: damn that's a high praise thank you
2: yeah, we need we need when you, when you, when, you, when, you, you just, time, when you like joined in on the Skype call for today. I honestly thought that my computer was haunted. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like it, it was freaking like it was really hard. Like your voice is very, very good for what you do. Like uh, yeah. I and I'm also slightly mad at you because I binge watched your a lot of your episodes last night listening to you read these horror stories, and I had nightmares. <laughs> night long you compromised his delicate constitution (laughs) you you did so i'm like tom i'm like listening to you like read these horror stories and then i go to sleep and i have this horror story where i've been committed to a psychiatric hospital but it's not really a psychiatric hospital it's like a home depot hardware store Uh i know it's weird and i'm like wandering around in this home depot store like trying to figure out how i'm going to escape (laughs) <laughs> and realizing that I'm like I sneak past all of the workers and then I get to the parking lot looking for my car and then I go, Oh no, I forgot my car inside the home entertainment section of this hardware store. Oh, oh yeah, because you oh, like, you're apparently
0: people
1: you're
2: like, Oh yeah, I'll just I'll just park my car inside the store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't
0: forget where we're parked.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I got to I got to thank you for that for giving me nightmares all last night. It's such a weird <laughs> I know what
0: can I say? I'm in the nightmare business.
2: Absolutely. I so, uh, I, 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 Tom, I wanted to I wanted to ask you a little bit tell uh tell, tell our listeners a little bit about your your YouTube channel and exactly what it is that you that you do. Well, you
0: pretty much hit the nail on the head. I read short horror stories every week. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays I do two sentence horror stories, just little bite sized snippets of terror if you will <laughs> and on sundays i do like a story that's anywhere between i don't know five and 20 minutes which is uh it's interesting some of the voices give me a bit of pain but i do all the voices myself sometimes with a bit of tweaking here and there but i don't know it's fun stuff if you like horror come on down so uh, youtube.com sleepless readings
1: I've always tried to get Ellie to get into something like that because she has such a really good reading voice. (laughs) (laughs) But I I don't know. She's very non-committal on that sort of thing. She has done a few, like, scary true stories for our thing, too. Um, Mm -hmm. When I was listening to some of your stuff, I I only got a chance to listen to about five episodes. Do you do, like, paranormal-related stuff, too? Like, because I think all the ones that I listen to just happen to have been ones where, like, it it definitely it it was horror but it was more like natural horror
0: <laughs> oh yeah there's definitely some paranormal stuff in there it's uh, all fiction but it's all kinds of fiction you got ghosts monsters demons uh haunted places pretty much anything you can think of really
2: uh, that's just my luck that the, the five that I randomly <laughs> listened to were, were all like serial killer no. stuff my fa- my favorite one was Paris Texas I thought that was one of my oh, favorite ones yeah. that I got to. yeah that I got yeah, to, Prairie, listen to Texas that yes oh my god man I love like for me like anything in the Paranormal that involves like whole towns I don't know yeah. why but like uh, something with with that sort of a theme to it I always like really really like those a lot.
0: Gonna say the ninety-year-old Texas woman voice was a tough one.
2: It took me <laughs> a while to get that right. Yeah,
0: I think that was like take three, and my throat was killing me afterwards. But what can you right. do?
1: <laughs> you we suffer for your uh, art. sorry. Sorry, man. We've actually been investigating a um, old ghost town here in Indiana on and off for the last mm. uh, last few months. COVID's nice. made the investigation go very slow,
2: though. Yeah. <laughs> I me. Mean, being able to get out, being able to get yeah, out. That's to
0: all the eat. ghosts of social distancing,
2: yeah. That's yep. true, that's true, that's true. And something <laughs> else, too, that I that I really wanted, that I really liked about your work, because I've listened to other people do horror stories before. Like I've, listened to other, like, I've listened to other channels that do it, but something that you had on it yours... It is quite a
0: was, wide sort of
2: market, though. Yeah, like, but, so, but something like you did that you added was, you added, like, sound, there's sound effects in, in, in your stories.
0: Oh, yeah, I feel it adds to the atmosphere a little. You know, just sounds in the background.
2: You know... And uh, I edit all of our all of our content on the channel, so I know how much of a pain in the butt it can be to add some of the sound effects <laughs> to just the right moment to, to make To be honest,
0: I don't mind the sound effects. It's more the listening to my own voice for too long. I can only do it for so long for I have to just quit and have a beer.
2: <laughs> I am still hung up on that as just your natural voice. That is an amazing voice for doing what you do. <laughs>
0: Yeah, thank you. I figured my nursery rhyme career was not going nowhere, so. so, <laughs> good, so. I don't know, the kids just kept crying and they wouldn't go to sleep. <laughs> oh, that
2: was. Oh, that was. I don't know, man. I I don't I don't know. I would pay money to listen to you just tell nursery rhymes, but from like a horror story <laughs> perspective, I, dude, there's I'm I'm, I'm telling you, there's a, there's a market for that. I think that I people would buy. It. Ellie would yell about this. Yeah, we'd listen to it. I think that's <laughs> awesome.
0: Uh, maybe that'll be my next Halloween special. Just uh, nursery rooms. I mean, they're royalty free anyway. so Happy days.
2: <laughs> oh, and uh, something else too that I found that was where so I was I was I was looking on the No Sleep Reddit, where uh, most of your stories come from, right? Mm. And so I'm reading like the rules and stuff in order to post a horror story.
0: Yeah, they are quite strict over there.
2: Yes, yes, they are. There's a lot, and there was one that caught me off guard that said that you're allowed to have paranormal entities in your stories. But mm. they can't be good guys. <laughs> like, there's an actual rule one, it of the No Sleep like subreddit right. is that you cannot have, like, Casper the Friendly Ghost <laughs> in your story. They like, i have to just be just straight, terrible people.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I don't write the rules over there.
2: <laughs> um, so like, one I'll question... I don't write
0: maybe, any of the stuff yeah, on my channel. I just read other people's stuff, but I work with them, you know, I have their permission to do so, and their blessing on the final cut, whatever.
2: Absolutely. So something that I wanted to ask you too, because uh, you know I, I know a lot of people that like to create content like that and like to and like to like to write a lot of stories. So on your YouTube channel, you pick stories that you want to read out. So uh, what do you look for in a story that you want to read on your YouTube that you want to read on your YouTube channel?
0: Um, I'd say just a story that I enjoy. To be honest, I'm a big fan of horror anyway, so a story that sort of gets to me that I can picture really well. Uh, ones that aren't too predictable are always nice I mean, some of them are predictable to a point but if it's something like oh, and he was dead the whole time
1: it's <laughs> alright, like, really? okay, cool but if he was dead, then who was gone?
0: that was actually my April Fool's special uh, the last oh, year awesome. <laughs> I, verbatim. Uh,
1: I I enjoy a Krabby Pasta every once in a while absolutely <laughs>
2: Do you ever run into into problems of of when you reach out to people to use their work that they don't get back to you? Oh yeah, constantly.
0: I normally have a few people on the go that I ask at once, so I can always go backlog I can go to. Some people just don't respond at all, some people respond like a month late, and it's like, well, thanks, but I've moved on now, I've got stuff to do, Some people charge for their work. Like, like it's one guy who's like $50 for a story. It's like, I don't have $50, man. I'm not making money from this. (laughs) So we just (laughs) slightly parted ways. Okay, you do you. All the best. But then the next guy was like, Oh, yeah, I'm glad you liked it enough to narrate it. Thank you. You know, I'm really appreciative. So swings around about, I guess. So uh, as a (laughs) Britishism, it just means fucking what? Everything one way, I don't know what it means. It's (laughs) (laughs) It's
2: awesome, okay.
0: Yeah, normally people are psyched for me to read it, to be honest. Like, they're happy someone likes the work enough to want to perform it, essentially. But the people who refuse, I don't get mad at them, you know, it's their property at the end of the day. It's well, intellectual property, you know, you got to work with them, so.
2: Awesome, awesome.
1: Okay, before we get into our main stuff, I do have a bit of an update. I know I've been finding a lot of these things, but it seems like every week I find something new about animals falling from the sky, and I found one more I wanted to talk about. Okay. In 1892, in the town of Paderborn, Germany, it rained mussels out of a yellow cloud. And I don't mean, like, biceps. I mean, like, you know, no, <laughs> muscles. But once again, this brings up one of the issues that we've been having When while we've been discussing a lot of these. If it's something like a tornado that's pulling out muscle or a water spell pulling out muscles from the water, muscles are down in the sand. You They did not have raining substrate with them. There's something very odd going on. It's like when we talked about it raining worms over that other town. How the heck... Do you expect a tornado to pull worms up without also pulling out the substrate surrounding the worms? Like, with worms, it should be raining dirt, chunks of grass. With mussels, there should be a huge fall of sand as well with them. But we're not seeing that in these accounts, which is really... I really think that puts a big Issue a big asterisk next to the whole waterspout tornado theory.
2: And I'm telling you, now we're from Indiana, man. If there's one thing we know about, it's tornadoes. Okay, <laughs> the people that the, the country people that go out when it's when there's a massive tornado, the people that drive up in the minivan that's like open with a little camera, that's us, man. That's Hoosiers. <laughs> that is what we do. Nice.
0: I uh, can't say we have many tornadoes in England, but uh I don't, I'll let you guys know.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let, we'll let you let us know. There's, hey, there's, hey, I'm just, I'm, I'm telling, there was a, a few things though, when we get into the blood rains thing, we're talked about there are blood rains that have occurred mm. in the UK in the past. I don't Ooh, think yeah. we actually covered this one so far,
1: but I did find an account of, I think it was in Kent, of it huh. raining jellyfish. Huh. It's not one of the ones that like I, de- I decided to
2: really cover when we got to that part. All right, can we drink now? Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Okay, you well, tell us what stuff. we got today. Okay. So, today, <laughs> uh when we went out in order to get alcohol, Vic was an irresponsible uh citizen and forgot to wear a mask. So, I got to go in and be the one to pick the alcohol for today. I had to wait in the car cuz you forgot a mask. I was bad. Yep. I picked today we're drinking the IPA Voodoo Ranger. Mm-hmm. Cuz we're D&D nerds. And it's apparently a Juicy Haze IPA. And I, hey,
0: I see what you did there, Ranger, because we're talking about blood rain.
2: Yep. Uh, but no, no, this is entirely... I see he's not that clever. I'm not, I'm not that clever. I, I accidentally walked into that one there. But <laughs> also, cheers to you guys. Cheer- cheers to you, Tom. Cheers. Our, our, our awesome guest. And what are you drinking over there, by the way?
0: Uh, it's cider. Uh, it's cheap and cheerful. Strongbow. It's
2: okay. Oh, we love drinking... Oh, man, we yeah. love drinking ciders, too. It's mm. good stuff. I'm gonna try this juicy this juicy Haze IPA. It's good. Oh, that's tasty. That <laughs> is tasty. Well, I don't understand. You'll like these
1: IPAs with this really strong grapefruit taste to them, but mm. every time I give you a sour beer that's even hints of something like you know sour or bitter, you just freak out about it,
2: dude. Okay, <laughs> that is because like sour beers taste like beer that's been ran on like a crusty old foot. And picked up all of those weird salty taste, and then it runs. Then it runs off through a sieve. Okay, it does interior. not taste like that. It yes, just it tastes does. like beer that's been mixed with a warhead. <laughs> it is disgusting. It is like hot garbage water. Drinking hot, you, sour beers. You did a good job picking this one, though. Thank you. I did. I I walked in and literally picked the first thing off the shelf that had a cool name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that can't be your process, man. That. Okay, let's let's get into our topic today <laughs> before you give me a brain aneurysm.
2: Sorry. Sorry. You better be. Oh, That's man. <laughs> okay. So, guys, I've, we've been building up to this topic for a while to talk about blood rains. Like, blood, like, legitimately raining from the sky. We've known about this... Me and Vic have known about this phenomenon for years. We've talked about it before. You know, when we did our top... We did a top five um, strange thing that fell from the sky. Blood made the list. So... It's only right that I think that this is kind of the one that we end on uh, in our with our podcast episodes. Talking about blood raining from the sky. Because there have been reports of blood raining from the sky that go back thousands and thousands of years. The earliest
1: known case that I was able to find was from the Iliad. Which, there are two accounts within the Iliad where it rains blood. Um, what, both of them are sent by Zeus in the Iliad. And just... Literally makes blood rain from the sky. <coughs> one of them was as a portent warning, and I think the other one was like a symbolic uh shedding of blood. I can't really remember the second one all that well. But often, when you attribute a lot of these early cases of blood rain, it's almost always connected with a divine
2: force. Well, yeah, because I mean, think about people in the ancient days seeing one of these things, like, you know. It's not normal to see blood rain, so if all of a sudden you walked out and it starts raining blood from the sky, or what you think is blood raining from the sky, yeah, you're going to think that God is mad at you.
0: Well, yeah, it's not going to be Steve down the road, is it? You know, like, of course it's going to be some kind of God, at least.
2: (laughs) But but not not always is that,
1: that the case. It's mainly in these early cases where it's specifically... Like God giving like a portent of something because later on you find that
2: um Europeans begin to associate it with signs of witchcraft. Well, again, it's somebody with some sort of like supernatural magic that's bad that's mad at you.
1: Yeah, yeah, but it's still a far okay. Witches are making it rain blood from the sky is still a different sort of thing than God is sending <laughs> us a message through making it rain blood. These are these are very different. Interpretations of different ancient minds.
2: I know, but in the end of the day, you have to know who do you need to appease? The witches <laughs> or the gods that's mad at you. The
1: medieval, the European medieval minds were not saying, Oh, the witches are making it bring blood from this guy. Let's go appease the witches. No, they would grab their copy of the Malice Malificar and go <laughs> gather some witch hunters.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, This is ancient science for you, Tom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was a little (laughs) surprised that the earliest account that I was able to dredge up was actually not earlier than the Iliad. I thought that I might be able to find, like, some old school, like, uh, Sumerian accounts or something like that. But I was surprised that that's the earliest one that I was able to really source.
0: I mean, there could have been, like, cave paintings, but it didn't tend to use much color, so you would have mistaked it for regular rain.
2: I, that, that's that, true that, that's, a, that's, that's a good true. point it would have started as a certain color but it might have like turned black at a certain point over time yeah. and i beyond that i we we know
1: record keeping back then was not great i cuneiform <laughs> clay tablets i guess hold up okay but i mean we still don't have the full copy of the gilgamesh <laughs> it's just <laughs> full chapters we just don't have we know something happened between these parts we don't know what <laughs> It's it's like you're going through binge watching a show on Netflix and you're missing episode three. And you just have to put together <laughs> what
2: happened in there based on just what's going on in episode four. Like there's this new antagonist that's shown up. Somebody must have made somebody mad. <laughs> oh, dear. I like the uh, I like the account from uh, from Rome back in it was like it was like 191 BC where uh, they describe a a blood rain goes down. So the Roman cynic panics and they legit say, okay, we're going to sacrifice people to the gods until this stops. (laughs) The response was just sacrifice as many people as you can to whichever God you feel is necessary to get this to stop happening.
0: Well, I mean, did it work?
2: Well, eventually. (laughs) I mean, weather's sort of on a timetable. So So, I think it probably did. And they just went, okay, cool. We've killed enough people. (laughs)
1: I mean, human sacrifices. Although I, it's not unknown in Rome, but it's not like super common either. Yeah. Mm. So they must have felt something was going on. Does Does the account remember how long the rain went for on that one? Because I've heard of accounts for it lasting up to three days.
2: No, I, I think it was just day. I think it was a matter of days. But now, uh, but Tom, like I, cause I know that you do. You, you do a lot of because uh, you read a lot of these like horror stories. Could you imagine the horror? that these ancient people must have gone like must have been feeling when they walk outside to see it raining blood from the sky
0: i honestly struggle to imagine that like would it be scared i think it'd be more confusion than anything i that's guess true. once you start to put it together maybe you link it in with your superstitions but i don't know i'm not sure you'd be instantly terrified
2: but I don't know if I'd be... that's true like what did we do wrong like did we do something wrong do we need to like change what we're doing there's one account
1: from Paris County where the men and women that were cut outside in it, like, were just so wrapped with terror, they began to strip off their clothes. Basically just kind of ripping and tearing them off and running in terror. That's the most <laughs> visceral reaction i found.
0: Oh, no, they just didn't want to stay in their clothes, that's natural.
1: I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just imagining all these people just... Like, this is a new shirt! and ripping off their clothes. <laughs> But I, I think that's the most visceral reaction I've particularly found. Some of the accounts almost seem blasé, mm. where the account's like, oh, yes, on this date, blood did rain from the sky.
2: <laughs> also, it almost this-
0: read like, and then everyone clapped, you know? It's like, uh, sort of, <laughs> like
2: <accomplished. laughs> Looks like it started like a real slow clap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> there was one from England where Richard the Lionheart is... Um, working on with his men building a building a castle mm-hmm. and it apparently had begun raining blood and he took it as a sign of oh this is God being approving of my determination keep building yeah <laughs> they didn't even break for the blood rain. they just kept building through the blood rain. Well I
2: think like I think like any leader that's gonna see that's gonna that's gonna see blood rain come outside they're like okay in some way shape or form this is gonna be a major event. I gotta keep my people from panicking. <laughs> <laughs> yep god just wants you to keep stacking those rocks guys just just keep on Wait, it i gotta i think i think if i was outside like if i was like if i like when i would want a blood rain to happen would be like when i'm at work so that i could just turn to my boss and be like let my people go <laughs> like that's god <laughs> like saying it's time to punch out right there that's some biblical stuff going on right there i would want it to be right before i take a shower so i'm not annoyed by the fact i have to take a second shower
1: oh yeah <laughs> Oh, okay,
2: what, what what are your thoughts on it? Um, the first thing that popped the first thing that popped out of me is like the the one of the like probably the impact that this has to have on certain culture like certain places where fresh water is hard to come by because a lot of people depend on rainwater, uh, you know, in order in order to survive to collect rain. So like I was hearing accounts from like Sri Lanka uh, when they had a blood rain there. I believe it was 2014, 11. Twelve, thank you. Oh, twelve, uh, yeah, yeah, tw- uh, done in two thousand twelve, and everybody think it was poisoned. Huh. So, like, were there reports of people breaking out in rashes and hives after the rain? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, no matter like what like theory of this that you're going to subscribe to, it's probably not good for your skin. Mm. Probably. Yeah? <laughs> well, like, we're going to break down some of the theories on this. And at the end of the day, they're all. It's all just bad for you, no matter like what you see, what you get. it's a bad omen, it's bad for you. If it's got iron, it's bad for you. It's all good. But if
0: you build the castle, you keep on building.
2: Yeah, you just keep <laughs> building. It's good for the masonry industry. That's what it's good for.
1: <laughs> when it struck me as weird, because like a lot of the other accounts I've read of Richard the Lionheart, he's a fairly even-killed kind of guy in many ways. Like, when he's on the Third Crusade... It was either the same or the Third Crusade... At one point, like, a emissary is sent from uh, one of the Muslim encampments, and he's like, oh, you're a cool guy. I'll make you a deal. You marry my cousin, and we call this whole thing over. We end the crusade. You accept the crusaders, days, and we all go home, and we don't have to have this bloody battle. But then he throws it, oh, and you reasonable. also have to refer to Christianity, and then the whole deal was bust. <laughs> that was the deal breaker. But I mean, altogether, yeah. he's a fairly even-killed guy. I would have accepted him to go... You know, let's let's just take a break till all of this, whatever this is, <laughs> is over.
0: Uh, dear.
2: So, okay, if you're trying to break down the theories as to what. Actually causes blood blood rain. Like what people did. So we've already we've already passed. It's witches and God's mad at you. So or God's happy with <laughs> or you. Or God's it's happy with. to keep going. Or, okay, the, the rare one of those. It's yes, a God's
0: damn good. fine
2: castle. Okay.
0: <laughs> I'm not actually doing an impression of God. I'm sorry. That's probably I was you know, like, all right.
2: I was <laughs> <laughs> like, I hope he sends the next one when I build my guest house. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Is the theory that it's uh, dust from the Sahara Desert.
0: That would make sense.
2: I mean, it's the right sort of color.
1: And, like, there is some, I think the earliest account I found of the dust theory actually comes from someone trying to explain it in Germany, though. Um, He had theorized, I believe, that it was dust being swept up from animal and plant waste. And that somehow is, it was not a well thought out theory. It was just, it, because this is a, this is a very early German scientist trying to come up with an answer. And
2: his was kind of, eh, maybe it's dust. what <laughs> <Like, laughs> the, like the, the
1: assignment's
0: due tomorrow. I guess uh, it's, it's dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the,
2: the funny thing about that theory is, is honestly, it took him to like, I think almost like the early 19th century for someone to pitch that theory. So prior to like the, the early 19th century, the leading theory is, like, witches and gods mad at you.
1: Yeah, or or that something big's about that. That's one of the ones that we didn't cover. Yeah. Like, supposedly, um I think it was at the birth of Romulus and Remus, mm-hmm. is supposedly rain blood. And there are a few other cases where it shows up as a portent of either something really good or really bad
2: about to happen. Yeah, that's how long it took, like, a scientist to go, man, we need to start, like, coming up with an actual scientific theory for this because <laughs> all we got now is... Which is fate and God.
0: <laughs> well, I guess if it doesn't come up that often, it's not going to be on the top of the to-do list. You know, like, I have not blood in a hundred years. It's like, like yeah, we'll probably... do that later. they can't really I... test it when there's no blood rain out anyway, so what are they going to do?
1: <laughs> there, there were earlier attempts by uh, Greco-Roman philosophers to explain it, though. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, their grasp on the natural science really wasn't great. I mean, most of their theories were, like, uh, they they were, of course, studying the case in the Iliad. And they're like, well, oh, we we can explain why. We know what happened here. Mm -hmm. Well, Achilles killed so many men that there was just blood everywhere, and there wasn't enough water. So when the sky tried to draw water into the sky to make (laughs) rain, the sky could only find blood. So it just sucked blood (laughs) up, and that's why it rained blood.
0: Uh, it's incredible.
1: Like that that was serious their their response. Like they, they it's a good start. It's a good try for yeah, what's like and, and people
2: chill. wonder why science has such an uphill battle <laughs> for debunking the paranormal. <laughs> <laughs> like when this is just some of their best guesses for so long. Oh, yeah. oh my god. But now but uh but now but the Sahara dust there uh is is a prevailing theory that like it's a I can't remember if it's that it's just that it's colored red or if it actually has like iron uh, like iron oxide in it and that's what causes it to turn red. I think uh, the the one I I read I think
1: simply stayed red pigmentation right. in the dust. Hmm. Uh, so I would assume yeah that probably means
2: iron. So that it's picking up this well, red oh, clouds
0: or... over places recently. Well, not recently, but in the last couple of years. We've just had like the whole sky turns red. Like not just like from a sunset or whatever, but like a big cloud. I think it happened in maybe Australia. Uh, maybe somewhere I can't remember where it was, but that was a similar thing. It was just uh, desert dust from the Sahara that yeah, would it was be... causing it to look sort of red.
1: That'd be neat to see. Have you ever seen a green sky?
0: No, can't say I, I have. wasn't
1: sure because I don't think you get tornadoes in England. I might be wrong.
2: Oh, no, we don't. Okay, we went over this at the beginning. No. Ah, oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: But uh, sometimes right before a tornado comes over your area, the whole sky will turn like this dark, foreboding green yep. and black. Yes, it will.
0: Hmm.
1: Oh, it's, it's, I remember being a little kid seeing
2: for the first time. It's scary as hell. <laughs>
1: yes.
2: Yeah. Because we're all looking at it from the front. Even though we all, even though we adult knows this is, we're all just going to be staring at it from the front porch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <And laughs> they they got to get you used to this when you're young because it happens all the freaking time. <laughs> you got to get used to this. I'm surprised it's
0: not used in horror more, to be honest, a green sky. I could see that. So it was like the sky turned red or the sky turned black, never green.
2: You okay. should use it more. It's scary as hell. I just <laughs> no, I'm just I'm just gonna disagree. Just mostly just because of the weather the bit mid- in the Midwest of the United States is so erratic. I don't know uh, if it really would scare us. Like I think most of the people like honestly went to see the movie Twister back when we were kids. And most people from India was like, This is like a Tuesday. Why are you making a movie out of this? Yeah. But, <laughs> Marcus. They make movies for people outside the Midwest too. That's true. That's true.
1: That's true. <laughs> just because we live in the Midwest I doesn't know. mean everyone's trying to make movies for us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's true. Like we had a foot—literally last week—we had a foot of snow. We were buried under a foot of snow, and now a week later, it is spring. Oh yeah, no, like I couldn't leave
1: my house for several days because it was so buried. And today, I'm just walking around outside in a t-shirt. <laughs>
2: just you know, whatever. Because we made the appropriate sacrifices to the appropriate gods.
0: well how do you guys deal with snow because uh we get we get it at least once a year in england but the whole country seems to shut down when we do get it everyone panics nobody can drive anymore all the trains stop immediately like it's this like end of days and then it melts within a day and we're fine again but the whole country just shuts down like it's the first snow they've ever seen it's 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 not
2: bosses (laughs) in the u.s are still like you're gonna come to work (laughs) you're still gonna be here right so question, did you find any accounts of
1: blood rains in North or South America? No. Yeah, me neither. Cool. Which I, I thought was a little curious because we have large dusty red deserty areas here as well that also are congruent with powerful winds. Huh. But I I think I think I think there's a good chance that some blood rains could be caused by dust. I definitely I'm pretty much positive not all of them are. But I think at least some of them are.
0: I'm still liking the God is mad at you theory. Yeah,
1: Um, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, You got to run with that. That's always, that's plan B. That's theory B. You're mad
0: at you, you're building a dang fine castle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) There's actually one of the scientific theories, and I think we're going to get into this a bit later, that I actually think holds a pretty darn good answer. Okay. Yes, of course, it's the alien meteor theory. Tell them about the alien uh, meters. The alien
2: meteors The alien that are turning the sky Okay. Uh, so this theory, uh, did you not know about this theory, Tom?
0: It uh, can't us. sound familiar, no.
2: Okay. Okay. So about 2001, there's this huge blood rain that goes down in Kerala, India. And this is kind of when this whole theory really just kicks off. So Kerala, India, 2001, it rains for two straight months, blood rain. Okay. And they ruled out the dust theory that we had talked about before and people were, science was like starting, like scientists were starting to test it and they were finding that there was living cells in, yeah, in the rain that was, in the blood rain that was falling from the sky.
0: Huh.
2: Now, initial studies of it that people were having of this found that there was no like DNA in this blood. Even though, but it was like living organic tissue. Oh. So the early studies that were done by these two physicists. And their theory was that what this was, was something called a pansper, panspermia. Oh, panspermia. Panspermia. That is a long <laughs> word, man. No, I, just, I just know because I actually really like the theory of panspermia. Okay, okay that it's panspermia. Which is essentially space DNA. Like space life like microscopic life and essentially the theory is, is that an asteroid had burst over kerala india and the uh, dna essentially or the cells like mixed in with the storm clouds and then that's what caused it to rain
1: well penspermia has been growing as a belief in the scientific community for where life originally came from on earth because uh, I, for those, I'm sure all of us have studied the theory of evolution and where did life come from? And the general answer really? is maybe lightning hit chemicals and it formed into the early life forms, which most of the science is like, yeah, this is a really kind of out there answer that most <laughs> of us think is probably not the case. But one of the theories that's gaining ground is that a asteroid with some form of microbe still living, uh, within the asteroid that was protected from the heat of re-entry after the asteroid hit, some of these microbes survived and then just did what microbes do, which is, you know, start reproducing like crazy. And eventually that's where the source life on
2: Earth may have came from. And right before it started raining on this blood rain, there was a loud boom that was heard over the city of Kerala, India. And that's why it made people, a lot of people think that it may have been an asteroid that exploded up over, up, 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 uh, up in space. And I can see where the scientists oh,
1: cool. are going with if it's organic material but lacks DNA. I can see how they could possibly conclude, well, maybe then it is alien
2: organic tissue. My favorite, well, I would say I'm my favorite, my scare, the scariest thing about this is blood rains since two thousand one, since this theory had has started, have. Uh, this has been a thing where they've been talking about this asteroid. So this this scientist that was studying the 2012 uh, one in Sri Lanka was just like, yeah, I'm really concerned about this DNA. Uh, because if it starts like, you know, multiplying and, and joining or, or mixing with DNA here on Earth, uh, it could cause a global pandemic that'll wipe out all of humanity. Uh, anyway, now moving on. <laughs> he, you know, on. Like he just says that, like point blank, and then he just like hard transition. Now we're gonna talk about something else. Now, now that one, I don't a hundred percent
1: get why he comes to the conclusion of yeah. Th- this this, this cannot wipe out wipe out all of humanity. I mean, the if he's assuming it could be spread as a virus. The likelihood of a virus surviving in a biological entity that that virus has never been exposed to before seems very unlikely. Like, one of my professors was once talking about the idea of aliens coming from space and trying to breed with humans. And the way he put it was, it's more likely that A extraterrestrial would be, or it's more likely that we'd be able to successfully breed with a rose than an alien entity successfully breeding with a human. Because at least the rose and us came from the same planet and have the same biological lineage.
0: Yeah, no, that tracks. That would make sense.
2: Now, all right. Now, I'm not. He wasn't considering that it's just horny, horny aliens. Okay, now, I'm not a scientist, but I have seen War of the Worlds. and i will although i'm really probably not afraid of some alien coming and stealing my manseed um i am hang on i am what i i am kind of worried i am worried about space flu like you know because like in that particular movie we were saved by you know a virus that killed the aliens i am kind of worried about when they show up and you know the space flu killing everybody
1: I guess it's not impossible. Like, especially if you assume that, like, these entities have been here for long enough for our germs to acclimate to them and vice versa. But I would say it's unlikely that a alien germ would likely know what to do with a human cell unless the cell happens to be very similar to an alien cell. Now, an alien parasite might be able to do better, assuming it's used to working with the same sort of organic matter. Or maybe even an alien fungi. Or maybe something that's absolutely unlike, some sort of microbe that we just don't even have on Earth. Like, maybe something like that might be able to do better, but I don't know. The idea of us catching the alien flu and then us all dying, I see as being... A little far fetched, maybe. I'd oh. say it's not impossible,
0: but it is a bit of a long
1: shot. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's the that camp I'm man too. Yeah, so, Tom, definitely be yeah. taking anything away from this conversation today. It's that you should always wear a mask to protect yourself from space flu, <laughs> and always wear a condom to protect yourself from like space STDs. Yep. <laughs> well, <Third> your <year laughs> loins,
1: Tom. They're coming for
2: you. You heard it here first.
1: <laughs> you heard it here first.
2: Oh, that's where did I put my beer? There it is. That's so true. That's so so true. Okay. So as you can see, as you as you can probably guess, man, like prop like this was a very popular theory that just took that just took off uh you know, because it sounds kind of cool, right? Like a massive oh, rock cool. up in space blew up and that's now there's space DNA raining on everybody. Mm. But then what happened was well, scientists went, Okay, we can't have a massive panic and do this, so we're gonna have to come up with another theory real quick. <laughs> and that's when uh, the algae theory pops up.
1: I don't know. Okay, let, let's get ready to fight on this one. I think the algae theory holds some weight. That basically, algae that's producing in spores, this uh, gr- this green algae, it gets swept up, it peripherates, and when it drops down, it has this red stain to it. Because if you look at the algae cells, they have a strong red stain to it. And they were able to source a certain amount of DNA to it. Now, if I was going to play devil's advocate, and I'm just trying to cut off your argument before you get to say it, because I think this <laughs> is where you're going. And I will give it to you that there is a good devil's advocate argument here. If you're looking for an excuse that'll make sense on a scientific paper, cite something that's of the right color that would probably already be in the rain. Because odds are, yes, these algae spores would be in the rain, even if it wasn't in a high enough (laughs) amount to make the rain look like blood. So, yeah, you really, it would be an easy backdoor out of the argument. That would be very hard to disprove.
2: All I'm saying is they came up with this, like, algae theory really fast after (laughs) space life pops up. So you're we, thinking that they just threw a scapegoat. Okay. So like 4000 years <laughs> go by and we're pretty comfortable with the whole concept of maybe it's god's mad at us which is fate dust maybe aliens. castle building. Castle building. Yeah. Aliens. And then literally within like a week's period, like a few weeks period, they're like, okay, no, we gotta change this. Now we're gonna come. Now all of a sudden, we're gonna def- we're gonna discover space algae, or sorry, just regular algae that lives in the sky. <laughs> like, oh, and it doesn't normally live in the sky. That's just where it disperses spores. Uh huh. I mean, <laughs>
1: like,
0: uh huh. <Yeah>. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: like, Tom's on my side. He's like, hey, this is super convenient that these all of a sudden, these scientists all of a sudden discover They just
0: this. live in the sky.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, what I what I would say is although I think the algae theory holds water, mm-hmm. I could also see a situation where someone said something about alien spores and they're like, You better find the the real <laughs> answer and you find it right now or your career is freaking over. Your butt is gonna be my new paperweight. <laughs> And then them going, okay, just find something that is in the water that's red that we can just say <laughs> it's this. It's this. It's
2: definitely like, this. What can we make a scapegoat? It's algae that's up in, that's up in the atmosphere. Like we gotta come up with something because everybody's panicking and going with the theory that it's space. It's like space bacteria.
1: I mean, I, I could I could see this actually happening in a conference room. I could see this, but also, it's well, one of the hard things about and this is true about most eating in the paranormal. And I'm going to at least classify this in the near paranormal area as it's something that's extremely strange. It's hard to do a scientific test when it comes to ghosts because part of scientific testing is repeating circumstances. And bizarre activity, whether natural or otherwise, are activities you really can't get to perform on a moment's notice. Oh, absolutely. Theoretically, someone could go out and either prove or disprove this theory but it's hard to know when the next time it's going to blood rain.
2: But ancient Romans did discover that if you sacrifice enough people, it will get it to stop. If you That's what do- tried to test it. That's what tried to test it in the past, according to the ancient Romans. But if you do this enough, it'll just stop. If you do, any- okay. If it well, then we gotta to sacrifice rain, a
0: bunch more people for science, yeah, that's right. You know, know, once and for all,
2: you know, or, you know, but, you know, medieval Europe just discovered if you burn enough witches, <laughs> apparently, apparently the plot rain will stop. Go figure. I mean, if it's rain, if you do anything for long enough, the rain will
1: stop because you know it has never happened it start raining and never stop. That has never <laughs> once happened. It is, always uh... will eventually stop a rain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't <laughs> argue
0: with Likely, that.
1: Likely, regardless of how many witches you burn or how many slaves you sacrifice, it's probably eventually just going to stop. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. I you today, Mark. Today's just... <laughs> going to be the day I sit I'm just, out. I'm just saying.
0: That's a real good point.
1: <laughs> Beer. Lungs. Oh no! <coughs>
0: or was it blood beer? I'd
1: try it. Or it I tried. Was a space
0: fungus in the beer?
1: Space fungus. I would be interested, but would probably make that a hard pass. <laughs>
2: okay. okay. I think
1: we're coming up on it. Let's. What What are your
2: guys' conclusive yeah. thoughts on here, Tom? What, what What are your thoughts on what? Like, what theory do you believe?
0: Like... I, I think it's somewhere between the dust and the space fungus, <laughs> not space fungus, <it's laughs> uh, aerial spore thing. Because I reckon it could be caused by a bunch of things. Like red is just red. We don't know how red it is. You're not comparing one blood rain to another. So That's one time scary. it could have been sand, one time it could have been something else. You know, because they're so rare to test it, you can't really compare one to the other. as kind of falls apart. Uh, I, I don't think it's because God's matters. I'll, I'll I'll sit in that corner. <laughs> or if I'm ever building of a castle and it starts raining blood, I'll know what
1: to do. I see, one built. of the things we never talked about is blood, rain, and revelations. Oh,
2: that's true. That's For, oh, God. oh, That, that, <laughs> that, 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 it, that it's in revelations or that it's just going to predict something?
1: No, like the revel- there's a account that seems to be describing
2: blood, rain, and revelations. Well, no. well yeah, because they saw it in the ancient world. They're like, yeah, it's probably going to happen again. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: Um. I would say it's either, okay, where I'm at is that it's probably one of two things. It's either they made a hasty choice and then quickly realized that they were incorrect and it is these algae spores. Or, they discovered something that they definitely did not want to be made publicly, they, they found something bad and they're like, okay, What's the easiest thing that we can prove is in there that could explain it so we have an answer to throw at curious minds in the scientific community and just make it just a wash? And because this, although, yes, it makes sense, but it also would be a very easy culprit to blame. I'm a little more on the side of it is just algae, but...
0: I mean, it is a little hard to prove, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that, well, you that, got that, to that test things.
0: that theory for yourself. Like, you,
1: you uh, could have you know, really established it very well, even to the where another scientist could test it. Let alone the common individual. Yeah, like, and odds are they're going to get that algae's in there because algae spores do get in rain. We know that. Oh, you're, if you test like even regular <laughs> rain, you're probably going to find these
2: spores. <laughs> like, I need. Like for me, I. At the end of the day. I, I am still like hung up on this whole like meteor theory that these physicists early in two thousand one came up with. Because the one thing that I that I noticed was again like right after they came up with this meteor theory that like that it might have been like like life organisms from space. And then like quickly the scientific community is like, No, we can't say that. Like we gotta come up with something like botanists, well, go. Did
0: they ever account like, for the loud bang? Did they ever the loud bang? No, they
2: they didn't. Nor that was in... widely
0: reported, or was that just a small community? You heard that, or something? Uh,
2: it was. It was at least reported around. I don't. It, that was not as widely reported as the lights in the Sri Lanka incident in 2012, where several people reported seeing strange lights in the sky the week prior to. No, actually, I think it was the day prior to. It was either the day or like between one to seven days prior to it raining blood for like two weeks, like two months, like two months straight. Wait, why didn't you tell us about this earlier? This is super fast. Because <laughs> you went off on your long, random thing against the space flu. Like, that was your... Oh, yeah, he's talking about space flu, like flu so young. I should probably not even bring up these UFOs. No, yeah, like, people reporting these strange, these strange lights. And the, the two physicists in, in 2001 that proposed this meaning theory never let up. They never did. They kept, for years afterwards, like, I, I could throw the science, but again, guys, I... It, it confused me. It's probably gonna confuse okay. the layperson. They never let it go. We definitely have more to talk about on this. Do you want to push the rest of this conversation yeah. into the uh, pillow talk? Yeah, I think that uh, I think that uh, I think that would be a good idea. Okay. Um, so the first thing I want to do is, uh, Tom, I want to thank you so much for coming on uh, oh, to, to talk. Yeah, uh, you were fantastic. You were fantastic. We really appreciate you coming on, man. It was a lot of fun. Um, let every, uh, uh, uh we're going to make sure that, uh, YouTube is the main platform that you're on, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we're going to make sure that the link to your channel is all, is in the show notes, uh, below so that you guys can go check out Tom's work because it's yeah, fantastic. Yeah, please come stop on by. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, check fun. out his fantastic work. Thank you so much for coming on, man. We really appreciate it.
1: Guys, I can't 100% prove this to you right now because the forces that be are monitoring me, but... Something terrible is going to happen if you don't go check out his channel. By going and checking out his channel, you yourself are going to be mm-hmm. averting disaster. Perhaps saving
2: not only yourselves, but all of us. Yeah, we're saying here, there could be a blood rain if you do not go. It could <laughs> happen. <laughs> save, save a witch. Go watch, go watch his channel. <laughs> save a witch. Okay, do the right thing. Do the right thing. Well. Um. Uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments below about Blood Rains. Do you guys subscribe to the uh, to the meteor theory, to the algae theory, to the dust, something else? Do or just some also good old
0: castle to- building.
2: Yeah, do you guys also agree it's good for castle building? Like, I think people in Animal Crossing probably would love it, probably. <laughs> we-, we got a
1: lot more legs out of this random account involving Richard Linhart than I
2: really thought that we were going to. <clears throat> so, um. But let us know in the comments below what you guys think. Uh, As always, if you guys appreciate this channel, don't forget to give us a like. uh, Leave us a positive review wherever you guys are listening to it. But until next time, guys, keep believing. Because we'll keep listening. All right, guys. We're going to slide into our Pillow Talk segment of the podcast. Uh, If you guys want to check out the rest of our podcast, all you got to do is go over to our Patreon and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. You guys can get all the rest of our podcasts, as well as... Uh, being able to get access to all of the extra videos that we post up on our uh, Patreon for all of our patrons. Oh, how's the vote going Absolutely. for next month's topic? Is it still tied? Yes, if you guys are $2 a month or more, you guys can vote on our monthly poll for you guys to have an input on what the theme of our uh, topic is going to be for the month. Leading up to next month, it is still a tie between uh, alien abduction mutilations and time and space anomalies. Come on, guys, I'm, pull- I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling for Alien abduction and mutilation, time and space, time and space anomalies. that's what I'm going for, just to be contrary. Um, so, if you guys go on, go on and uh, uh, go on there, and that's how you guys can uh, sign up for to get some uh, extra amazing content. It's a good okay, deal.
1: Before we get going, I want to throw out something that someone said in this morning's, uh, I, I go to a senior's
2: aquafit class. He's not very good at exercise, guys. He's got to start at the beginning. And so you look good to be rich. He does. And you say, I got a bump ticker, and you, <laughs> and you tell everybody that. And you're the one in a senior workout, <laughs> workout class. Have I explained to our listeners why I'm in a senior's workout class? I don't already? think you have explained. And I see the okay. face on top slides right now while he's pondering it too. Okay,
1: okay. The, I decided to join a gym and. Like, I go, I go there, there's a pool, I'm there doing laps. And then this lady walks up, taking down like the lanes that for that laps. In, and she's like, Oh, yeah, you gotta get out because we're starting an um, aqua fit class. And you, but you're welcome to join if you want. And I'm like, Well, I don't wanna get out of the water, so sure. Keep in mind, I have my glasses <laughs> off because I'm swimming. And I, just, I can tell that there's people around me moving, but I can't really tell who they are and stuff. So it's halfway through this hour long, like, aqua fitness class that I realized. Everyone else in the class is old. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, like, I made friends with, like, this dude there, Steven, and so I like hanging out with Steven. So I I go to the regular Aquafit class, but I also stick around for the seniors one because I like hanging out with the dude. (laughs) He's a a cool guy. (laughs) That's surprisingly awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and that's why I go to seniors fitness (laughs) because...
2: (laughs) <laughs> although when I although when I tell everybody else's story, I always leave out the part where Vic is in a uh, regular water aerobics class. I just tell the I just tell the senior <laughs> I just tell the aerobics fun story. It is a better story. But yeah, I was talking with him about like our
1: topic for the day, and he's like, "Well, I've got an idea. It's probably dust." And I'm I like, "Well, bus- yeah, I've explored the dust, but so he's like, "No, no, it's not that. It's just dust. It's red because it's from the aliens because they're from Mars, where the dust is red." We'd not even considered oh, Mars. God. Maybe you're on to something, Steve. Maybe you're
2: on to something. Dude, Mars is infested with robots right now. now. We're yes. gonna get humans there because right now robots have taken over Mars. I
1: don't know much about Mars. I have heard that Mars needs moms. I don't know what they need them for, but I'm worried. robots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, now
2: not to the serious stuff. I just nah, wanted to
1: throw that back, out there.
2: Back to the Back to the regularly scheduled uh, part of the broadcast. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit more um, about the meteor theory because the two scientists I looked—I looked this up during the break because you know there's no more terrible. So the two physicists are named Godfrey Lewis. Send the